at this point, after all of that, you know, after the experiences and the advice and the, and the, um, you know, just our thoughts on it now, after, you know, we're getting into the word. Now you're probably wondering what you need to do next. Um, Felt going to tell them what they need to do, bro. Man, pressure on me all. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have told myself what to do. What? Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the thing too, bro. Like, see, and, and you know, I'm glad we did it the way we did. See, we cast our right. stone first. We can't. We cast our stone first because, boy, if we would have just been on here giving advice, telling you, don't do it, don't do it, yada yada, right. yada. But like with no experience, then right. Probably, right. Honestly, we would have kind of looked like the. Not not the people that we're talking about, but you know, right, pretty much the, the the advice that we got and things. We just wish it would have been what we're about to give to y'all, man. So you know, just 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 you know, appreciate. So, it. Okay. it reminds me of the story about when Jesus um when Jesus seen that the um, people in the town was about to um stone this woman to death. Yes, yeah. Pretty much being promiscuous, like right, sleeping around, right. and Jesus was like, "All right, so." The person who you know what I'm saying who who hasn't committed a sin cast the first stone. stone. And boy, I can see them rocks dropping now because yeah. everybody's saying, well, everybody like, I done messed up, <laughs> but y'all ain't seen mine. Right. Y'all ain't know, but I'm gonna drop this rock because I know I did something wrong. Right. Uh, so we're not here to condemn or make anybody feel as if we we are the low just like you. Sure. You know what I'm saying? It may be worse. I'm not gonna yeah. sugarcoat nothing. We've been there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we're looking at the scriptures on how to get back right. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're not looking at ourselves and saying, oh, yeah, this how I did it. Mm -hmm. How I did it was a traditional route. Like, it was it was all left, right field. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm still right. dealing with residual effects of it now. You feel mm -hmm. me? So uh, one thing I want to say, bro, is they say the big problem is that we don't love God enough. Mm -hmm. And once you love God more than you love sex or whatever that thing that is holding you down, then you can become, you can become able to to, I guess, win the victory over. And it's not going to be by your own strength. I don't want nobody to think that. Them as a person can stop themselves from being able to be tied to this sex thing. It, it can't happen. You got to trust in the, the author of what it is. And I think it was one point in there where he said, the only person that can know how to fix something is an author or whoever right. put it together. So he right. talked about the word spelling and like, Right. Uh, with his gift or whatever, like yeah, yeah. put the yeah, put the gift emoji, whatever the case may yeah. be, it was like the author of that word can tell you how to say it. Because right. I might say gift, I might say gift, I might say something, but okay. he gonna come back and say, No, this is how you say it. Like right. I created it to say this. Mm -hmm. So you gotta take whatever he God created, the problem that you're having with it, take it back to God and mm -hmm. understand what God actually meant it to be for good. Because mm -hmm. everything God created was good. God right. didn't create nothing in this world that was bad. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just Satan allowed himself to entice us to change everything and make it bad, right. if you know what I mean. Right. So just knowing that if you know love God more than you love this addiction or whatever you're going through, and you're knowing right there that God can fix it. But if you're not loving him more than that addiction, you're going to continue to fall. You're going to continue to fall. And um, um, I think uh, you probably got some of these notes, too, what Pastor... Uh, JP says, "Stop. Yeah, um, and go repent. Um, mm -hmm. Turn from turn from the sin and confess it. Right. And, and um, even um, Pastor Michael Todd said, cut it, call it, confess it, cancel it, and cast it. Right. And um, and just to hit on a few subjects about what they were saying, bro, is that you know, of course, when you confess something, you're saying that 
this is what I've done. I want to be, you know, ask for forgiveness. So you ask God for that forgiveness. Right. Um, but it might be a friend or somebody that you can trust that you say, hey, bro, this is what I went through. Like, this is what I'm going through. Can you please pray for me? Because right. even though you're asking God and you're confessing to God and God is the only person that can really can forgive you and mm-hmm. can give you mercy and grace. Um, it's, it's good to have other people to hold you accountable and say, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? I know you're struggling with that. So when I see you on the phone texting late night, you know what I'm saying? I already know it ain't nothing good, bro. What you doing, bro? Chill out. You know what I'm saying? Or right. calling you every now and then and say, bro, you straight? Like, how you holding up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I think sometimes as a world, we get a conf- uh, we, we get the confession twist up to where I got to tell everybody my business. You know what I'm saying? Or what I, every little detail of what I did. Right. And if you feel that way, that's fine with you. But in, in my personal bit, opinion and what I've been brought up to learn is that confessing Confessing means just telling somebody what you experienced. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, hey, I went through X, Y, and Z. I don't have to get into the minute details of everything or what mm-hmm. the experience went through and how we did it. But, hey, I did this when I was younger. Or I did that. Right. And being able to ask God. to So once I'm confessing this, I'm asking God to remove it from me, to mm-hmm. take it out of me. Mm-hmm. Right. And the only way you can start to ask God to take it out of you and turn from your sin is by trying to avoid it and go back to fleeing from temptation. Right. Um, uh, I look at the analogy where uh, if you have a problem with suicide, what you doing on the roof? You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't make sense for you to be on that roof because you've already put yourself in that process. Oh, I'm going to jump off this boy then. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, I don't even know where this tie in, bro, but I was looking at sex like like first degree, second degree, and third degree burns. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I, I would say that, you know, first degree burns is something that don't really burn you too bad. You feel me? You, you won't even notice it 20 years from exactly. now. You feel me? That second degree to burn, it, it'll hurt a little bit more. It'll take longer to heal. And maybe 20 years from now, you'll see a little stain and say, dang, I remember that. I, that I'll buy that one to a kid. Right, right. <laughs> but that third that third degree burn, bro, is something right. that burns you and it turn it transforms your skin and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's something that everybody's going to see on you or you're going to see in yourself all the time. Right. And right. I feel as if all of us have reached to a point. I'm not saying all of us. I'm sorry, but a lot of us have reached that third degree burn when it comes to sex, where right. we have been burnt so bad from it. Where it's a physical, physical burn, where, hey, I literally got burnt, STD or whatever the case yeah. may be, yeah. or a burn of, I'm burning with so much lust, now I can't get rid of this thing. Like, it's it's indulged me, you know what I'm saying? It's, it took over my soul. Yeah. So um, just some ways, you know what I'm saying, to confess that is, is asking God to remove that feeling or that lust from you. Yeah. And if God chooses not to remove that lust from you, don't take it as a thing and say, I can keep doing it. You right. know what I'm saying? Paul said, Lord, like this thorn in my side, please remove it. Yes, but God said, I'm not going to remove it because that's going to keep you to show you that in your weakness, I'm made strong. And I think you actually hit on this the other day. Yeah. Well, bro, it's like God might not take that taste of it from you. Mm-hmm. He just want to see you fight for it and not try to get back into it. But he might not take that feeling from you because right. that feeling is a natural feeling now. You've made it natural to your body. You feel me? Every drug addict done went through it where they have those withdrawals where it's like, man, like, right. I missed that drug that I was yeah. on. Yeah. That don't mean they need to go back and do it. You feel me? Right. And so just fleeing from it, man, running from it, confessing it to God, asking God um, to heal you and deliver you and, and allowing, actually allowing the Holy Spirit to change you. Uh, we can't change ourselves. Right. So allowing the Holy Spirit to talk to you and, and, you know, talk to the Holy Spirit, man. Look, I'm struggling right now. Please, Lord, like, help me. Help me right now. I'm struggling. And, and God will answer. I remember so many times, bro, where, and this is my last point. I remember so many times, bro, where 
I knew I needed to pray about it, but I wouldn't because I really wanted to do it. So it'd be like, hey, mm-hmm. like, man, I know I probably should ask God to, to keep me from it, but man, forget that. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Like, yeah. Like, I can't pray right now. Like, my mind ain't in the right space. But really, God, like, that's hey, crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> because I think, bro, you know what? I don't think I, like, I don't think I said those exact words, like, back right. in college. But I uh-huh. think I knew, bro, it's like I almost knew how I could, how I could possibly get rid of this. Right. But I wasn't willing to go to that extent because I nah. wouldn't, I wasn't ready to let it go. Nah. Dang. That's mm-hmm. wild, bro. And, bro, some people might wow. think that their sin or their sexual addiction or whatever is just too filthy, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like God can't take me back with open arms like this. But, bro, if you go right. look at the prodigal son, bro, and right. how – this man went out and got Jesus gave this illustration of this young man going out and asking for an inheritance and going and blowing it at the strip club. Right. I, and maybe it wasn't the strip club at the time, but you yeah, know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. You know, getting <laughs> prostitutes or whatever right. the case may be. And when this young man returned, maybe Ted, me and you, we might be like, look at this Negro yeah. walking up. Mm-hmm. He done blew my money. He out there doing whatever. Right. Look at him. I'm going to make him feel this week. Exactly. I'm going to make him do this. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But the the, the love, the true love of God showed how when he seen his son, not even at the door, he seen his son out in the field from a distance and said, man, that look like my son. And the man took off, run a 4-3 to his son, wide open arms, and not one word would he say, I'm mad at you or this. He just hugged him. I love you. Hey, go get the calf ready. Hey, let's go, son. uh, Let's party my son back home. We'll deal, we'll, yeah, we'll deal with what you did with later, bro. I'm, yeah. I'm just happy that you're back home. Right. And that's right. what God is calling us to right now. We're going through these situations, and we're thinking, man, yeah, like, I'm so weak. I'm so weak. I, I, I'm, I'm filthy. Look what I done did. God can't take me back for this. Right. God just saying, bro, I just, my arms is open. Like, my door never closed. It stayed open. Like, I'm here. You the one that decided not to let me in. You right, feel me? I'm right, here. right. So, bro, uh, that's my last thing, bro. Like, nah, like run that, to man. God, man. That's run to that, God. Man. That's what's up. Man, if you don't change, bro, after that one, then I can't man. help you. I don't let you know. I ain't got nothing for you. <laughs> nah, that's All good, right. man, bro. That's good, man. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's the same thing, man. The the whole thing, man, my advice is pretty much the same thing. Um, you know, uh, Pastor JP definitely said stop. You know, that, that, that's the first thing. You have to stop. Like you say, it ain't no, it ain't no tiptoeing. It ain't no playing around with it. Like, you, you have to be honest enough with yourself to know that you can't handle it. And, right. and man, it's, it's – and the, the one thing, I couldn't, I couldn't quite find a scripture on it, but I know it's somewhere within the Bible, man. But, and I know it from personal experience as well. Mm-hmm. Man, when, when you really want God to come in and move in your life in whatever area that you may need it, man, right. he, he really just – when he just sees that, when he notices that in you, and you really pursue him on that, mm. like God steps in, man. That that whole you run the Adam song, what was it? Uh, the battle is not yours. That, mm. that that that's when that's when it comes. That's when it gets to that point. Right. When, when you realize that that battle is not yours, that's when you say, okay, that's what I've been waiting for. Step to the side. I'm gonna take care of this. You're gonna be that's all good, right. Ted. And yes, it's at that point, that's that's what we need. Like you, you have to be honest enough with yourself to say that you can't you can't do this. God, here it is, you know. So yes, yeah, to stop the turnaround, repentance, all one and the same there. And um the 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 pursuit of Jesus, man. That that's the thing. The, the actual intentional pursuit of right. Jesus. Right. And and I love I love how uh Pastor JP put it, bro. He said, Man, instead of instead of trying to avoid sex, mm-hmm. he said, pursue Jesus. 
So, so you get it. So it's like he's being first off, he's being honest with that, saying like, I, I know, I know, it's not going to be easy just to, to to stop, like to avoid sex. Right. But let's try and fill those 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 time slots with something else. Let's try and mm. fill it with God, like you know something something that can really overpower this thing. Right. Don't right. Don't, don't think that you can just apply any little thing in there because mm. sex is everywhere. Every I even level. put, <laughs> I put man advice is is to is to is to cut cable. Um, touch your internet, like delete your social media because yeah. anywhere you go, anytime right. you pick this device up, you're gonna find sex with anywhere within it. Anywhere. That's why so many kids know about it too. Right. You know, to us right. On that one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, so pursue God, man. And that, that like I said, that that that, that comes with devoting time to him and um reading your Bible and mm-hmm. um let's see any other thing. Yeah, like like I said, attend church and definitely surround yourself with some like minded people. Yes, sir. And there are people out there like that, mm-hmm. man. And I, that's mm-hmm. why I thank God for Felt and, and all the brothers that we have in our fellowship group because I feel like whenever one of us, uh, when, whenever we're going through something, we have right. our brothers there because we under at that point we understand that we're not going through it alone. Alone, Amen. and that we're all. And, and here's the here's the crazy thing: while I'm leaning on my brothers for right. help, we're all leaning on Jesus to take you know to to take it all over. So that that ain't that ain't that. So even if I get weak, bro, right, I still right. I'm, my brothers got me. They're holding me up, bro. When my help is coming, you know what I'm saying? Hold, holding me up with that that blessing is coming eventually. I get that strength back, and it and it works like that for everybody, man. So definitely get you some like-minded people, man. Right. Um, right. And I think I, I think I kind of went with um. It was something that made me want to touch couples because I know mm-hmm. for the most part we've been touching these single people. I mean, right. well, couples are considered single until you're married, actually. Anyway, but right. Right. With people like, I mean, just like you and I, I know we both lived with our wives before they became our wives. Right. You know, but right. you know, when I that when I when I actually went to uh, marriage counseling, when I found out, ooh, when he's supposed to be doing that, that right. I did not know. That was surprising mm-hmm. to me. Shaking up, Shaking exactly. Up. Right. Right. <laughs> but it, it made so much sense because what does it do? It leads. Right. To I mean, you right. you're going to you sleep in the same bed, mm-hmm. ain't nobody there. Like, is this y'all too? Of course, that's that's going to happen. So yeah, right. man, if you're a couple. I would suggest either you know do what felt did like if like you can't if you can't if moving out is not an option for either one of you, then you know I know felt you know before before he got married what he decided to do was sleep on the couch his wife sleep in the bed you know separate that kind of way uh, so stop sleeping in the same bed if you if you don't live together but you spend a lot of nights together stop doing that All right. like and, and, All right. and, and uh, shoot and here's here's the real kicker and I know I'm probably gonna. Uh, Come in somebody's house on this one, but um, Mm-mm. and listen, if that person, if you, if you express to your spouse or your partner, friend, whatever, that you want to stop having sex because you want to get your life right with God, and their reaction is negative or something along the lines where they're not for that, get them. Yeah, go <laughs> ahead and break up with them. It ain't, it ain't even no look. Tell them, Ted said, Ted said. <laughs> Ted said, we over, we all done, man. Ain't nothing else to talk about. Because man, it's, it's not worth it. It's right. not worth it, right. man. And that's mm-hmm. what you have to do. You have to ask right. yourself to work it. And I love, bro, Matthew, Matthew 5, 29 and 30. Just to summarize both of them up, pretty right. much it says, it's better to lose one part of the body mm. or the whole body into hell. Right. Right. So is it really worth that one night? Is it worth right. you staying shacked up and all this other stuff? Yeah. For you to go for you to spend you know spend eternity in hell. 
Right. And to just mm-hmm. abstain from it, man, and, and mm-hmm. lean on God to um, you know, just so you can make it to heaven. And here's the mm-hmm. here's the other one. Yeah. You can't do any of that. Get married. Be, Paul said, it. Get Paul married. Said, better to get married. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, so, so look, now you probably I'm probably break up some more relationships. Hey, if you if you're gonna break a ball, they finna get and married. So, yeah. so. <laughs> so we finna find out who really wants to be in this place. So I tell you what, after we post this video, we're gonna uh, keep an eye on these relationships. Right. 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 <laughs> I don't wanna see no single again. Oh, Nah, bro, but you hit that. You hit that on the head, boy. Like, like real talk, bro. Like, we both football players or play football or any sport, right? And as a coach, the worst thing you can have on your team is quitters. Mm. Whatever you want to see right. people fighting and, and trying to win and doing whatever it takes. Yeah. And bro, God is no different than anything that we put on this. Then we go through on this earth. We don't want to. We don't want to see a quitter. Because what a quitter does is says, man, forget this. I'm done for. I ain't even fighting it no more. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And God loves a fighting mentality to say, okay, I see you weak. I see you pretty much. You you almost out of there. You holding yourself up by a limb. And I think about, bro, when we had spotters in the weight room. Yeah. You remember we used to lift with my Uncle Lad. My Uncle Lad is not the weakest man (laughs) in the world. This man's strong. And I remember, bro, he used to put weight on that. I'm like, man, how can I even lift this? Right, right. There's no way I can get this up. And he's sitting there, come on, you got it. And he, yeah. It's like he's lifting the weight, and I'm just pushing. Right. I'm breathing and pushing. Right, like, right, man, right. how am I getting this up? Right. And, and, and it's like I'm looking at God and saying, thank you, God, for spotting me all right. these years. Right, right. And allowing me to keep pushing. Now, I could have simply stopped, and the spotter going to say, oh, if you ain't pushing, what well, is weight going to drop? Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Spot can let the weight go, or he can say, well, you've been pushing, so I ain't got enough. But, bro, God is so good about what he's doing. Uh. Is God is saying, I just want to see you push. I want to see you fight. I know it's hard. I, it, God knows what we struggle. It's not like God saying, hey, man, it ain't that hard. Like, right, right, right. how you know, right? Like, how you know, Ted? No. God knows, bro. That thing tough. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Because it says Satan, bro, he roams around and he deceives people. He's like a roaring light, lion. You know what I'm saying? And, like, he's trying to get people to engage in stuff because this is his kingdom right here. Oh, this yeah. is all... Satan yeah. can say his like he ruled this world, okay? Right. But this world is nothing, bro. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? So if God, if God is able to say keep fighting and keep pushing, and He see that, you don't think God in heaven saying, "Look at my son fighting." Right. Like He could have been game, bro. Yeah. He could have been to town. Yeah, he had every reason. Like everybody telling him, bro, it's okay, it's all right, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? But bro, he keep fighting. Look at him. Look at her, bro. Like look at her. She, she, she could have been in that relationship with that guy had the money that she wanted or whatever. But look what she did. She right. turned it down because she want to fight. She want to fight. Bro, God want to see them fighters, man. Exactly. God want to see us fight and just continue to put our trust in him. And that weight that we can't lift, he got us. Yeah. He got us, bro. For when sure. we weak, he make us strong. For sure. For sure. He want to give it to us if we couldn't carry it anyway. Right. Right, bro. Right. Sometimes he ain't even count on us to carry. He that, know that, he got that, that too. <laughs> that too. Like I, I just, I just want you to, like, like you said, Mister Lay. I just want you to see, see yeah, Lord, bro. And think right. about it too. It, it plays with your mind, just like Mister Lay. Because bro, I was, you know, I wasn't nothing but ninety pounds throughout my whole high school career. So, <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there, bro. I know I've been playing something like bench with Mister Larry, and I'm thinking like, hey, bro, I'm getting strong. 
Yeah. They're not going to yeah. try to lift that weight with somebody else and it drop That's on my good. chest, bro. But yes, sir. <laughs> bro, it was like you said, man, that analogy is perfect because when I'm when I'm seeing this boss still move and I feel like nothing is happening, but now, bro, I got a testimony now. Mm. I got a testimony. I got, I got mm. somebody look, man, man, bro, God just man, look that, bro. Look, I wasn't supposed to have this job and I wasn't yeah. qualified and all this and whatever, whatever. But right. I got the job somehow. That's how it is, man. And then you know, God just continue to use that as a domino effect. So we're trying to be domino effects for y'all, man. Let you know, right. uh, man. Thank God, man, for the grace and mercy showed over our lives, man. But because right. we lived in simple ways, we committed everything that we're we're encouraging, you know, our viewers out here not to do and to mm -hmm. turn away from your wicked ways. We did, mm -hmm. but man, by God's grace, he you know he kept us here, and and I, I believe to so we can bring this kind of this kind of message here. Through experience, Amen. you know, through learning, man, and then, right. you know, through the word, bro. Like, yeah. so this is genuine, you know, just, you know, trying to help y'all, man, to, mm. like I said, turn from those wicked ways, man, and trust me, you mm. you can get through it. Man, there's nothing too hard for God, man. And if you're listening to this, I thank you. I think God brought this to your doorstep for a reason. Amen. For a reason, man. It's time to change. It's time to fix your life and, and get right with him. It ain't going right. to be easy at all. But you mm. do it with God, man. Anything is possible. Amen. Amen. Man, what the devil meant for bad, God worked it out for the good, bro. Yeah. So uh, my testimony is this, bro. I've, I've been been through hell and back, it seems like, with this thing, man. And it had a, it had its foot on my throat. And mm -hmm. there's times where I literally want to just say, forget it. I'm out. Like, right. I'm done. Right. But, man, through the strength of God's mercy and grace, man, God, like, I'm still standing and like you say, we just want to encourage y'all who who don't want to stand no more, who want to fight, who don't want to fight no more, to keep fighting and, and, and just review your life and see if it's pleasing to God, if right. you're putting God first, man. Because if, like we said, if you're putting God first, everything else is going to take care of itself, man. God got you. All right. That's a good word, Deborah. Right, man. Good word. Going to close it out? Oh, I going to close it out with prayer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right. Oh, man, Heavenly Father, Lord, you know our hearts, Father. Um, you know you know the discussions and the details and every little thing that we've ever done and committed in our lives. And you know the filth that we are, um, Lord, and, and we're not worthy at all to even speak of your name, Lord. But thank you, Jesus, for your grace and mercy. Thank you for seeing someone like me, seeing someone lost, and you allow, just just allow me to, to accept you, God, even after all the stuff that we've done, oh, Father, after all the stuff that we've been through, you still open your arms and say, here I am. Come on. I got you. And, Lord, we thank you for that because, like I said, words can't express how thankful we are for that. Um, Lord, anyone right now, Lord, um, who are dealing with any of these things, God, whether it's sex addiction, any addiction, Lord, but we're talking specifically about sex, oh, God. Um, we pray right now that in their weakness, you will be made strong, oh, Father, mm -hmm. that your strength will, will, will show itself strong, oh, Father. Um, Lord, let them know that they're not alone, that they're not a, a person who are just filthy by themselves, that, Lord, let them know that we all have been there and we all have went through the same, same misery, oh, Lord. And, yes. and and let us understand that if we can put you first, oh, Father, that everything else will take care of itself, oh, God. 
Um, so, Lord, we just pray for those who maybe be in a relationship and, and want to hold back from restraining themselves from having sex. So, Father, get them the strength to fight it. Father, get them the wisdom, wisdom to avoid it. God, help them to flee from it. Um, Lord, for those who are bound, who, who feel as if they are tied to these sexual ties, oh, Father, we pray right now, Father, for you, the God that is able to break every chain, to go and break it right now, Lord, to, to remove every stumbling block, everything that's trying to bind them and hold them back to that lifestyle. Lord, we pray for a removal of it right now in the blessed name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, we ask for your grace and your mercy to be sufficient in this area, oh, Father. And, Lord, even though the world gives us this aspect of what things should be on the world side, Father, help us to be reminded of what you want us to do, Father. Mm-hmm. And what, what you you have placed in our hearts and in our minds through your word, oh, Father. Mm-hmm. And so, Lord, we come to you and just say thank you. We give you glory and praise, oh, Father. And we just ask you to have your way in our lives, oh, Father, and move in those lives of those who are struggling, oh, Lord. We give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.